Hey everyone, and welcome back to yet another installment of the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 5th, 2022, and this is the 90th installment of our humble little show. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend in his home, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. And his dog, Graham. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if they're picking that up in the background, but you got a boisterous young boy here. Yeah, he's... He's a handful, but we love him. Is this my first time meeting him? No, no, no. He was here. Oh, so you came for Whatever the, the housewarming, yeah. but we had him put up so he wouldn't. Uh... I see why. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, it, he's a ball buster dog. Look at him now. Look, turn around. Look at him right now. Oh, he's. Yeah. So I walk in and uh, he's just like mobbing me and i finally said okay i think we should just get this part over with and loved on him for a minute and now he's all chill yeah now he's just laying down but if you hear some lapping throughout episode 90 it's our boy graham so apologies our boy's thirstier than carson on a hot summer day the reason your dog is here we're podcasting in your new home for the very first time this feels great congrats Uh, dude uh this episode is brought to you by spectrum (laughs) finally (laughs) Uh, who was the people that HughesNet can go to hell? Was it HughesNet that delivered the work order like fifteen thousand days out or something? Um, no, that was AT and T. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But it seems like they got to it much sooner. So uh, lucky us. Well, HughesNet been... is the one that's trying to charge us four hundred dollars um, for canceling, even though I specifically canceling went. what <laughs> yeah i dude i got the month by month plan and they're trying what? i said i'm not paying that and then i uh took out my debit card from their website so we'll see what happens yeah come at me bro yeah all right well uh this is the fourth year in which we've podcasted together are you serious 2019 2020 that's crazy, man. So the fourth year, the fourth consecutive year in which we have podcasted and gotten together with the Tots. Man, happy, so. happy four years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we did it. How'd I, yeah. <laughs> to all you haters that yeah. said we'd never. Yeah, suck it, skin and bones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, I'm ready to blow this episode wide open. Are you, my friend? Yeah, man. As the weekly catch-uppers and the tots and bots and all of our loved ones. Do it. (laughs) Let's get it! (laughs) It's the weekly catch-up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci. How they deep in they bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch up. All right, buddy, in the saddle for number 90. Nine oh. This is uh this is my second time here now. You got a nice TV. Thanks, this, man. Was this here the last time? It was, and I just got uh a new one put in the office. The LG okay. the LGC one. You got a pretty big grown up table, yeah. um, like farm bench concept that seems to be so in at the moment. Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't think that was here last time you were here. 
I felt like it was, really? but maybe not. Okay. You Good were thing. so out of it the last time. You just came yeah, back man. from like a week in West Texas or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camping with uh, our sophomores. So it could have been here. Well, catch me up, dude. It's been since uh, December 16 that we podcasted. That was yeah. the Wednesday prior to uh, – no, I'm sorry. It was the Thursday – thir- Wednesday prior to Michael and Shelly's wedding. Yeah. And the whole – I mean, that was the beginning of the holiday season for me, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meredith and Brian flew in. We yeah. got to host his his family. I saw that, Lo man. and behold, it's yeah. kind of a, a miracle. But yeah. uh, they made it from Germany, so we had a great week-long visit with them. And But that was the start of it all. How, how was your holiday season? Oh, mine was, mine was great, man. Jam-packed. Um, you know, did Christmas Eve with uh, Courtney's uh extended family and uh also shelly my stepmom came with us and so we all spent some time together and um did like a what did we do i don't know they i ended up doing like uh the okay so their grandma uh who they call mono was um typically the one that does like a little christmas story at the at the beginning, you know, uh, before they open gifts and everything. And, uh, this year they asked me to do the Christmas story. Oh, snap. Yeah. And they told me like 20 minutes before it was time to tell the story. So like I was like scrambling online and, uh, and there's a story that I do with my students called the gift of the Magi. It's a popular, popular story. Um, but I was looking at it and then I was asking Courtney for you know, her opinion, and she was looking online, and we both landed on that story without even having told one another. So I was like, I'm going to tell this story. So if you're unfamiliar with the gift of the Magi, um, it talks about this couple. Um, they don't have much money. Um, th- this woman, she has beautiful long hair, and uh, the man, he has this important uh, watch that... Uh, that he has that's been passed down. It's like a family heirloom and they're wanting to get something uh, nice for each other. And so the lady ends up chopping off her gorgeous, beautiful locks in order to get this great, um, you know, addition, uh, maybe like a watch case or something that goes along with the watch, you know, for the husband. And then the husband, well, he ends up selling the watch Oh no! to get a nice beautiful comb for for the lady's hair and <laughs> you know it, it talks about the unfortunate circumstances however uh they gave up they gave up their most prized possessions you know for, for one another and that's the greatest love that there is that's beautiful so, yeah man so i uh told that story and um were you we like all... the end lesson is don't be poor at christmas time <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you got enough to keep the watch <laughs> and get the comb, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's pretty funny. Um, you can tell that story's old because some girl just sold her farts on OnlyFans <laughs> for like a million dollars. Oh, that's disgusting. That's like a top story the last week or two. So yeah, had she waited and sold individual hair strands, she could have got him watches for life. Mercy. So wow. Thank God for the internet. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can teach a girl to cut her hair. <laughs> Anywho, um, okay. 
and then Christmas Day we spent with uh, the the morning with the court's immediate family, um, and then the afternoon, uh, her and I went with Shelly to my nana's and spent time with her and my cousin and my aunt, and uh, just spent the day out there. And um, yeah, that was my Christmas. Pretty chill, uh, you know. Is it, it was exactly what I needed. Just kind of. A, a chill day, a chill weekend. Um, just wanted to rest and relax, man. How about you? Yeah. Um, well, Christmas was great. We did uh, Christmas. So they they viewed that week through the eyes of foreigners, essentially, because yeah. it was like Brian's parents and sisters first time in Dallas or Texas, mm-hmm. actually, uh, the greater area. So there was a lot of things that they wanted to explore. And so I think they got into like the JFK Museum and couple different things on christmas eve and we all met up at albernay's north for a really nice dinner on christmas eve and nice. then we went light looking we braved the uh, crowds of deerfield and um that was fun and then i ran back home christmas morning ran up to uh plano and we had so the immediate family for all of these functions was eight because mm-hmm. we have our four and their four right and so we did gift exchange then we ran down to uh, my cousin Daphne's for a more extended family Christmas day. Nice. And um, I got ping golf clubs, yeah. which they really, looked, they look gorgeous. They're, they're gorgeous. They're, they're a nice set. They're the nicest set I've ever had mm-hmm. and um, really been enjoying breaking them in yeah. thus far. You are the beneficiary of yeah, i get to be the recipient huh i've got your set sitting at the house in victory park that's very very kind of you so whenever you uh come up you you can leave with those next time we all go out and play together but those did me well for a year or two awesome uh that being said like it is incredible to understand like i didn't realize what an equipment upgrade it was going to be until i went out and like hit balls the next day yeah so what are you noticing as far as like the differences well because I, I don't i don't know much like i i can understand that there are better quality golf clubs but does that make them more precise accurate like I, well it depends on the day <laughs> but, okay <laughs> uh, the first day i thought i was gonna have to go out and like re-engineer my entire game and like my swing and relearn everything mm-hmm. i just got up there and kind of casually hit the straightest highest longest most accurate, most forgiving shots I'd ever hit. And I was like, these things are amazing. Like, what have I been doing? And the sound of the ball off of the club face, especially with the woods, the fairway woods, Mm -hmm. totally different. Really? And I felt like I was flushing it. Next day I went out to the range, didn't hit him so good. Oh. Had a, had a round of, I think we played 40 holes one day with my new clubs. Mm -hmm. The week prior, I like played lights out. I was putting, I was rolling them in from everywhere. I was really competitive. We bumped. It was a great day. Uh, this time I go out, didn't tell him I had my new pings, mm-hmm. just put them in the car. And, you know, we actually come down here past you okay. to go to Glen Rose sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I just, uh, I crapped the bed on the greens. I, I could not, my driver, I hit 300 yards. Wow. Starting pretty consistently in yeah. the second round, which was that has never happened for me. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've started to put it together. I've been out like almost every day at the range or, or playing around. 
um, when I can. So nice. that was the the highlight of the gifts, bar none. But um, yeah, good holiday season, good Christmas. Yeah, got to see Bo and Stephanie. Awesome. They were in town with uh, Tebby, their mom, and um, yeah, man, it was it was great. It was uh, refreshing and great to spend time with the fam. And I, I'm finally at an age where I have a greater appreciation for for all of that. Oh yeah. All that being said, it was um, you know, I want to talk at some point about Michael and Shelley's gig. Um, Because I know that we haven't discussed that on this show, and they'll be anxious to get all caught up. And I have updates on their honeymoon too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, But the the holiday was actually kind of marred with uh, some death as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been the year of death, and you can attest to that. And I've got I've got a couple that might even make you feel better (laughs) for a brief moment. So. My uncle Doug passed away on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That one is a blessing in many ways. He was 65. He had stage five Parkinson's, um, bilateral pneumonia, was really going down. If if he was to come out of the, I think, medically induced coma that he was in, it was going to be a boatload of decisions and yeah. crap. So that's a blessing in many ways. It's horrific sure. that I'm like, I hate that every Christmas you're going to remember it for this reason, but uh, I messaged his, his boys or my cousin peers. And then um, my aunt, his, his widow essentially. And, you know, they had, these were my, they taught at blue mountain Academy, Mm -hmm. my aunt and uncle, which was the, the Adventist Academy in Pennsylvania. So when I lived in Baltimore, they came down for the day and they took me to Fort Meade. We did mm. the whole historical tour. We went to lunch together in Little Italy. And they really showed me some kindness when I didn't know a whole lot of people up there. Wow. And that was one of the things that I kind of reminded like special, my yeah. reminded my Aunt Nancy, like, hey, you'll always have like a, a special place in my heart because you know, I'll always remember this day. It's it's like one of those days that does you good for ten years yeah. of family mm-hmm. bond. Like, you'll just remember that because mm-hmm. you remember the people that came to visit you when you were in Maryland. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I could <laughs> you, say that. You, de- you definitely <laughs> made it memorable. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, I still think about that. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Um, but, okay. So that that occurred. The funeral is this Saturday. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that. And um, my condolences to your family as well. And I know. Oh, especially for it to happen around this time. I, I, I'm, I'm just sorry. That was the, in some ways, in the grand scheme of things, the less sad one. Mm-hmm. But the other one, the so the first, I played a lot of golf over the break. Yep. And the first day that I was out for 40 holes, um, I got a text from my mom that her maid of honor from her wedding died. Oh my. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, what the heck? Like, yep. we're talking about like a... I think a 55 to 60 year old woman type deal. And I'm thinking like COVID or what happened? Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's just such a shock. And I'm, I text back. I'm like, what, what the heck happened? And she goes, it was a, uh, a pulmonary embolism. Wow. Which was, so here's the, you know, let's not dwell on this, but she just gotten boosted. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she had a blood clotting situation. Got it. She had a pulmonary embolism, and what I later came to found, find out is that 
she had felt kind of under the weather after the booster mm -hmm. shot. And I think she'd gone to the doctor, gotten checked out or something, and maybe just felt like she was being a little paranoid and uh, just kind of felt under the weather for a day and a half or so. Mm -hmm. Was supposed to go shopping with her daughter at like two o'clock on a weekday in the holiday season. Her daughter is Meredith's probably younger peer, just slightly. Mm -hmm. And when the daughter called the husband at 2.15 and said mom didn't show up, he was like, oh crap and he drove straight to the house and he found her deceased yeah because she was alone at the time it immediately makes it a crime scene mm -hmm. so there's like police response there's emergency response coroner comes out the medical examiner takes her for four days and um i think they did everything short of putting up like crime scene tape around right. the house type deal so that was just like traumatizing yeah. for this poor widower um who's a good friend of my parents and for my parents i was also like in light of michael and shelly getting married mm -hmm. john and sarah you know you and courtney mm -hmm. you know all mm -hmm. my best friends are getting married like this is my young adult crew yeah. and that's exactly who this was representative of, of for them or, yeah and i'm like that that's got to be a, a mind thing a little bit because mm -hmm. it, it was for me where I was like, we're all susceptible, but it's also like the next 20, 30 years, you and I are going to have friends that are, start to die. Yep. You know, which is crazy. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah, not like, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, I know a lot of, uh, like including myself and you know other friends like we're trying to get our health in check um just just because like i know you know my dad had diabetes and uh my it kind of runs in my family and everything and that's something that i'm trying to be more mindful of and getting back to the gym and running more and um, just trying to stay healthier because i i want to be here uh, you know, I have a lot of people that I love and, and want to, you know, want to make more memories with. And yeah. Men left to their own devices, especially guys that like to eat or have an addictive style personality or uh, I'm basically I've covered all of us with mm -hmm. those two statements because I like to eat. I'm addictive, you yeah. know, all that. Um, just out of the box, if we don't do preventative, heavy preventative things, we got maybe 50, 60 years. You know what I mean? Like, we'll just run ourselves into the ground and die of old age at that point. Yeah. And it's kind of sobering to think about. I mean, I've been reading your Twitter and I'm like inspired because you've been you've been hustling. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all of last year, you know, I would try to run and like I would just get. So tired. <laughs> Um, and you know, I, I'll blame COVID partially. Um, I, I think that there, I think anybody that, you know, had it to the extent that I did, you know, had to work their way back to where they were feeling completely normal again. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I would run miles, like maybe, 13, 14 minutes. And then towards the end of 2021, I was, you know, trying to push myself 
and um, I don't even remember what time I put. I think it was in the 12, 12 minute, 30 second, somewhere around there, maybe a little more. Um, but on the first I got up and it was, uh, the day that the cold front hit and, uh, I was like, well, the gym is still closed. The gym that I have is, uh, closed on, um, whatever New Year's day. day. Yeah. New Year's day. Um, and so I went to the park, ran a mile and I don't know, it was a couple minutes less than I had been run anyway. <laughs> I, I'm just trying, I don't know you're like I've been on my grind not evidenced by this like recap <laughs> yeah like you're like I, I've been running I don't know how to put it but like I just feel <laughs> extremely accomplished because I know how many times like I tried I genuinely tried to exercise and like I just would get so tired and worn out um and I don't know I'm just trying I, to push through you, it I, I'm just trying to push th- through it and now i feel better it's hard to it's hard to think over this dog drinking water right now yeah that's that's <laughs> like, another oh thing oh my goodness <laughs> have dogs gotten worse like i feel like i only used to know old dogs Bro, or something <laughs> you only knew old dogs um you know it's a, you know kids are getting worse like they have adhd and all that stuff well let's I'm get sure. this dog some adderall <laughs> I mean, yeah, he needs. He could be a studious boy. Yeah, he's got he's to chill out <laughs> a bit. Please go away. Please go away. <laughs> he's, yeah. <laughs> You're so precious elsewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I'm trying to trying to get back out of it. I've been running and swimming. And the other day I went to the gym with Courtney and we were lifting. And I was. Dope, dude. Mad sore. Yeah. Good. Anyway, yeah. Stay sore. I'm trying. Been eating good. Um,. I got up super early the other day. Um, oh, I know why. In the holiday season, we were doing all these holiday parties and all over the world. And I was catering to a, a customer in France that required me to be up just hella early in the morning. And I actually walked over to the office and I was thinking about you and the teachers getting up super early. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're working out, trying to get a workout in yeah. like late night or early morning, just the grind that that is. And I saw people around the street just like getting Starbucks coffee. It's like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Coming out of like Orange Theory Fitness and some of the gyms, clubs around, you know, Victory Park. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, everybody is so hot. Like it it's funny. If you're out at five or six AM, everybody that you see is super fit because they're out grinding. Yeah. You know, like but they're super tired. Right. That's the one constant that yeah. nobody is like that you see that's like super fit. You're like, "Oh, are you just super energetic?" And they're like, "No." No. <laughs> no. Just tired all the time. Probably more tired than you in some ways. Yeah. But maybe fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Maybe more fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to get I was like that for a couple years uh whenever I was in Maryland and I don't think I'll get back to I don't think I want to work out in the morning ever again but i've been doing it right after work and um yeah feels good so is that like your new year's resolution is there something like um, gran- like a granular being, parameter being, around that like i'm not there's no like target goal uh weight goal or anything like that it's really just being healthier um dog you're gonna end the recording <laughs> it's really just being healthier so um and i don't typically in the past, I don't, I didn't want to typically like post that on Twitter or anything, and just like uh, you'll see the results when you see me. But 
um i feel like that's kind of like keeping me in check a little bit it's like hey here's another update and i enjoy like being able to post and you know a new time for the year and stuff like that i've actually already the past two days i've beaten the record the, that i posted uh three days ago so, okay yeah um so i won't post every day but um but yeah man i've i've been like really pushing myself it's good to keep yourself accountable like mm-hmm. i've told this story before about justin thomas you know top 10 20 golfer in the world he yeah. posts his annual like goal accomplishment and a checkbox next to all of them mm-hmm. and you know he even says in his caption like it's vulnerable throwing this out there but you got to have goals they've got to be quantifiable and you've got to be able to like measure your gap and your gain and be able to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. and i think this podcast always did that for me whenever it was weekly and yeah that's a an accountability layer that i've been missing in certain ways mm-hmm. uh with us being less frequent but it seems like the world is just continuing to end like yeah we've been so this is our fourth year of doing this and unfortunately only one of those blissful years was not filled with covid right and we keep saying like oh that's a thing of the past we're not wearing masks oh we're back to masks Mm -hmm. and now we got omicron yep and really it was the it was the weekend of michael and shelly's wedding actually december 18 where i missed i was totally out of the you know, CNN, Fox News, Twitter world, uh, just mainstream media. So I come back from that weekend of just being unplugged and being with all those beautiful, wonderful people and yourself included. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, what happened? Because suddenly countries' borders were starting to shut down. The NHL, you know that I went and purchased $1,500. You were supposed to be at that game. I was supposed to go to that game too, Courtney and I. Yeah. So I'm like having to go back to the box office because I've got like $1,500 worth of tickets from people that were supposed to be at that game for the yeah. first time in their entire life that can't attend because they're not stateside. Yeah. Like, why did the NHL – when did the NHL get so wussy, by the way? Because <laughs> I've been to games the last three or four consecutive years. I haven't seen a single punch thrown. Yeah. I've barely seen a check into the – like a body check into the boards. Yeah, it doesn't happen as often anymore. Meanwhile – the Mavericks are playing tonight. Like the stadium was filling up as I left Victory Park, and they had been playing mm-hmm. since Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, they never took a break. Yeah, nobody has except the NHL. It's played on ice. Like, what is the what is the issue? I don't know. They are back though this week. Um, are the, like yeah? Are every, we going to be back? <laughs> yeah, they they've been. Um, they were able to practice in what's today the fifth. I think they are playing either tonight or tomorrow. I'm supposed to go to next week's game as well. Um, that was a major bummer. Yeah, I agree. If, if I we had, we were to... supposed to go with uh, my cousins and my aunt. Um, Courtney's never been. We she's been. Uh, whenever the stars were in the playoffs, like we went to the arena whenever they were like in the bubble and playing elsewhere, and we just watched the games on the jumbotron. Um, but she's never seen like a live game there, and so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting it's an experience. I'm getting assaulted on yeah. air right now. Oh, I was about to this Graham boy. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> this is all of my yeah. here. Take one now. Yeah, say cheese. Cheese. Um, you want to go on air, buddy? <laughs> Dude, Christmas morning. Hey, buddy, go away, please. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Sorry, folks. My uh, sister, you know, 
Christmas morning can sometimes be kind of awkward where it's like, oh, this one's for you. And then everyone watches you open it. And yeah. everyone has a different style of like Brian will separate the tape from the paper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just open the present, dude. Like we're not saving the paper. So uh, my point in that she hands a present to my parents. They open it. I see my mom start crying. Mm. And I'm like, what'd you do? She holds up a canvas. It's a black and white head portrait sketch of their recently deceased dog, Toots. Mm -hmm. And they're both crying. They're kind of hugging her. They're like, thank you, but they're sad. And like, so it gets really quiet. The Germans are not super bilingual, right? So they're just seeing what's happening. And I go, uh, hey, Meredith, did you get some 9-11 stocking stuffers to go with that? Like, what the heck? <laughs> and everyone burst out laughing. But I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. you know, this is supposed to be joyful, but remember yeah. this? Like, why would you do that? It's a very sweet gift. It's a very sweet gift. Uh, but it, I had it to bring, break, brings it down a bit. I had to break the silence. And yeah. thankfully, it was well received. But yeah. I was just like, why? <laughs> and why wouldn't you do this offline? <laughs> Like, yeah. that's a Christmas Eve alone right. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, everyone enjoy your massage. <laughs> They're crying over this oh, man. deceased family pet. But it was a beautiful uh, moment yeah. um, for those that thought so. So. Well, that's good. <laughs> I agree. I think that was sweet. Going back to Omicron, that was the weekend it all exploded and everything started to go back to hell again. Yeah. Chicago just uh said distance learning is back and they're like the parents are like are you kidding me yeah like they're not having it yeah um we are still going you know like normal at the moment i will say courtney uh her floor back at the hospital has been turned back into a covid unit um so she's no longer dealing with her neuro kids um so that's yeah like you're saying, the numbers are no, ramping there, up again. Go over there and sit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to I'm gonna have to spank him on air. <laughs> I like I don't want to. Well, I'm like, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Like, Fo- folks, I would have put him in the backyard. He's been digging holes. Like, I'm trying here. Um, if I put him in the crate, he'd start whining. So one time uh some of the elder f- folks in my family they lived out in Keene on some land they had a dog that wasn't acting right so they took him out back to put an end to it and they took a shovel and they hit him over the head with it just to execute him you know wow and that's something the dog instead ended up yelping running around the corner of the barn and when he came back the next day dog never acted up again dog was totally normal hmm so <laughs> You're saying, saying I need to buy a shovel, huh? Yeah, buy a shovel. He's already digging holes. Yeah. I'd be like, I'll dig one for dig you yours. if you don't quit ripping up my yard, son. Put you six feet deep. I'm being socially distant. I didn't see all the houses when I first came in. Oh, yeah. The they last time. They but... weren't here last time you were here. Okay. These houses, yeah. There's they're... like a whole other sh- block or two now. Yeah. Like, I got the impression. All right, we're going to take a break. Okay, and we're back. What were we talking about? Uh, We were talking about the houses being built on my road. We were talking about COVID and Michael and Shelly's wedding. All of those things are flourishing. Your neighborhood, COVID, and uh, I guess they're they're now marriage. Michael Um, and Shelly, yeah. uh, 
yeah, your your neighborhood is growing leaps and bounds. I, I could have sworn that you were the third house in, yes. the second or third house in. Third. That was only a couple months ago. Yeah, bro. They've been working. Like, like the crazy. other streets look even more developed than this one. Yeah. I'm assuming because people have uh, purchased those homes, like their con. BT you Dub, know. did I come in on a different way than I came in the first time? Um, I came in on a Melissa. Oh, maybe. Of, so there's now multiple yeah. access points? Yeah. I didn't realize. Like, I'll tell you, um, the guy that I go golfing with all the time, mm-hmm. uh, he's a big landowner in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. We've oh, discussed yeah. that mm-hmm. development before. And so he's kind of... You know, he whenever we're driving down here, he keeps his eyes peeled, and he's been impressing upon me to buy land in this corridor between like Chisholm Trail Parkway mm-hmm. or whatever, and sixty seven, and it's just going to continue to flourish and grow. Yeah. And I was saying, well, yeah, I think Cleburne and Keene, and definitely Burleson, Joshua, like all of these surrounding areas are growing because the Metroplex is extending yeah. southwestward, and I got to tell you, I. I left super late tonight. I didn't mm-hmm. leave till probably 5.30, 5.40 and got here in about an hour. And there was steady, consistent commuter traffic. Oh, yeah. All going south. Yeah. Like, it, I got the, and they were nice cars. Like, I got the sense that people were just going home, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was impressing upon me. This area is going to do nothing but continue to grow. Yeah. I mean, to the extent that I was asking my parents today, I was like, can I buy a house in Brad's neighborhood and have Granny rent it from me? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, so they have that road, you know, going into Dallas, and then we, they also have the toll road going into Fort Worth. So, like you're saying, I do feel like a lot of people are coming out here and then commuting to work. So, to follow up on, I guess, the Michael and Shelly wedding yeah. and COVID, everybody from that wedding actually has COVID. Um, I think I saw a few posts from that and that's, uh, they're doing it. Like, I don't know them. I don't know like the friends well enough to. Everybody's know, good. good. Everybody's good. But it was funny cause my parents and everybody kept doing home tests like all mm-hmm. week. And my dad has been sick, not with COVID, but there's been, it was like everybody that wasn't uh, testing positive for COVID was still sick. Just with something else mm. from that wedding. We got the first text from a bridesmaid that, said that her date was, uh, I think, a transmitter. Um, they mm. tested positive the next morning or something. And I'm almost like, well, thanks for the information, but, like, what am I going to do with this now? Because, right. like, I'm not going to alter. Like, well, I'm exposed every day. Yeah. Like, and going back to even our <laughs> individual circumstances, I've been exposed so many times, you know, yeah. that. Dude, I work at a school. Like, I'm double vaxxed, like, whatever. Yeah. But, um everybody got it it seemed like including the bride oh really but michael and shelly flew out to mexico out to tulum Mm -hmm. by by way of cancun uh for their 10-day honeymoon had a a pretty good time it sounded like got to do some fun things had some really relaxed chill days got to do a little bit of snorkeling even though it's kind of the crazy weather season Mm -hmm. but you know how they swab you in the resort before they send you back to America because you can have COVID and go there. Yeah. You just can't come back. Well, she tests positive. Oh. So on their first New Year's Eve as a married couple, they were separated internationally, <laughs> technically, because, you know, he has asthma. And so they were concerned that he might test positive and not have access to what he would need in the States should yeah. things become dire. 
and also just like i mean if you have an opportunity to hop back over to america you just got to go sure. you know kind of frogger style so the funny part was that i think she was uh quarantined in a room for a day but then she tested negative and they were like all right oh. you can go enjoy mexico again so what? she was out of the bars and having a good time in the resort and ended up coming home new year's day but yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that it all worked out and they're both good and that they had a fun time while they were there. But man, that's that's wild. I talked to very few people, but a person or two on New Year's Eve, I think I was texting with Grizz, like, have you talked to Michael and Shelly? Because mm-hmm. I'd seen that Michael was in town, but then I get a phone call from Shelly right after that. And she's like, guess where I am? And I was like, Dallas. And she goes, no, no. I'm in Tulum. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's but wild. their wedding was awesome. Yeah, that was a super lot of fun. awesome night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I officiated the thing. You did a wonderful job. Thank you. I I've fielded feedback from about a hundred different sources at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's very mixed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a, a beautiful ceremony and was awesome. I loved everybody that was there. So yeah. it was really cool to see that. Agreed. Just that intersectionality for people like me, like. You see Jake, like a high school buddy, and my whole family, and you and Courtney, and yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a, a fun nuptial mm-hmm. situation. And now they're honeymooned, they're back in their new home, and we're back to uh, Omicron and Dalaska. Dalaska. Yeah, man. Like last weekend when it, I literally broke oh. a sweat at the golf course. And within two hours, it had dropped 50 degrees. Yes. Like, gotcha. where do we live? Yeah, it's it's been wild. The most bipolar place in America. Yeah, it gets dark super early, and now it's cold. Thankfully, it's going to do nothing but start to get dark later. And I'm like, I'm thinking, like, this is the last time I'll have to go through this. <laughs> but not really if yeah. I live past next year. Which you will. <laughs> 33 this year, dude. Man, the big 3-3. Three, three. 2020. Every year just speeds up a little bit. Yeah. Every Christmas gets quicker. Mm-hmm. Yes. I And I I feel like that makes sense. Like whenever you're younger, like you've lived less, you have less memories. And so every like the summers, whenever, you know, you're in elementary and middle school, they just seem so long. And it's like, man... Uh, I'm never going back like and now it just happens in a blink of an eye and uh, I wish I wish that uh, we were able to savor like these time periods and and be able to slow it down a little bit. Yeah. I wish that I could elongate the the Christmas day because mm-hmm. it's like this is I got stuck in traffic in between going from Daphne's house to my house, mm-hmm. drop off my gifts and whatnot, change clothes, go back up to Plano because we'd left stocking stuffers last. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, I got to get up there. Like, this is Christmas Day is yeah. slipping away. And time's Bo, precious. Bo and Stephanie were up there, and I wanted to see them, not mm-hmm. miss them. And they were leaving out the next morning. So it was, like, all very quick. Yeah. And I get stuck in traffic. And Meredith texts me and she's like, well, are you coming? And I'm like, yeah, I, I haven't moved in 10 minutes. Like I'm in park on the tollway. And uh, I finally get up to this accident and realize what had happened. There was a pretty bad accident on the left-hand side of Dallas North Tollway going through Addison, mm-hmm. like in the, the windy portion. Well, they have all those big roadside assistance rigs 
turns out one of those was wrecked. So somebody had wrecked into the first wreck response Whoa. and created a wreck on the right-hand side. Oh, so we had a zigzag single file lane that went all over. It wasn't like down to one lane. Like we went through the middle on the right, back into the left. Like, and uh, I'm thinking, mess. I'm thinking, man, somebody's Christmas is really ruined. But yeah, yeah it just passes by quick. Yeah, definitely. So grateful to uh, it. Kind of makes you like think. Okay, well, I have to remember what I did for Christmas mm -hmm. and New Year's. And yeah. New Year's was low key. I just watched the. Uh, that amazing show off of reunion tower. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they did a bunch of fireworks off of reunion tower and, um, they did this led drone show that was unreal. Oh, I, did, I did see a video from that. It was insane. I'd gone to, uh, uh, I'd gone to dinner mm -hmm. and, um, me and my friend had gone to dinner and we went, back to my place and I was like, let's watch the show from my rooftop because mm -hmm. I overlook reunion tower. And I'm thinking like, maybe there'll be a couple people up there. Yeah. Well, we go up at like 1155 and almost had to climb the stairs because there were so many people going up the elevator. Oh, wow. We get out there. There's probably 200 people on the rooftop. Really? And some of them are in like full garb, full suits, mm -hmm. party hats, like champagne. And then this, we go stick our heads out over the side that looks over 35 mm -hmm. and I don't understand how they did this, but people were parked on 35 all the way going up the bridges to watch the show. Wow. So all, all you saw was hundreds and hundreds of cars in this sea of like hazard lights. Right. And they were posted up. You could get, if you were there at the right time to get up the bridge, you got like an Eagle eye view. Wow. Like some of the Dallas, Texas TV, Mm -hmm. stories that i saw were insane Crazy. that's awesome but they they broadcast that show live on uh live tv to the surrounding five states like i think it was it was kind of the biggest deal like i looked up things to do in new, uh dallas for new year's mm -hmm. and aside from like an electronic concert or two there was yeah. nothing yeah nothing and i heard a lot of people were canceling plans i mean people canceled christmas plans mm -hmm. new year's plans uh Meredith was supposed to be in Las Vegas. This apparently she is still, but for CES, okay, I think it's um, is it Consumer Electronics Summit? That sounds right. It's one of the big blitz shows that they have out there, and apparently they scaled everything back. Oh, really? My parents' conference in Chicago next week got scaled back to virtual, so yeah. we're back to some weird stuff happening. Yeah, no doubt. My uh, New Year's was a lot different than last New Year's. Uh, Last New Year, you know, yeah. Eve, uh, proposing and everything. Courtney, um, at the hospital, you know, every every uh, nurse there like has to work a holiday, and hers this year was New Year's, and so she was working, and I just was chilling here with Graham, and they set off some fireworks actually at the model home two streets down, so <laughs> I had a nice view, and then I just kind of chilled here and watched some TV, and uh. You know, had a little moment of meditation and just reflecting on the year and, uh, you know, thinking about family and friends that have lost, whether, you know, you know uh, through COVID or just, you know, falling out and, um, you know, reflecting on a lot of the friends and family that are in my life that I'm super grateful for. And uh, that's another thing, like, I, I just kind of had this realization and 
um, shed some like, you know, meaningful, like happy tears. And um, I'm just feeling like really good about this year. Um, I'm super excited to marry the love of my life. And um, I know uh, next month, like I get to have an outing with you and a few of my great friends. Did that change? Did that day change? It changed uh, by, uh, I think, a week. I forgot I'm supposed to. By uh, two weeks. uh, By two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was my mistake. I I forgot we're going to visit uh, Cole. <laughs> and, oh, sweet. Yeah, 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 in Kettering. And um, and so I needed to push back the dates for our little bachelor weekend. Nice little place uh, on a golf course in Oklahoma near the casino. So, oh boy, should be all a my great favorite weekend. things. We have ping pong tables, hot tubs, pool tables. That's so, gonna be a fun weekend. Yeah, man. So just. You and a good group of like, I mean, th- obviously this is like a one-time thing for me, like so far as the bachelor parties go, but like just being able to get away with the boys for the weekend and um, I don't know, just hanging out with friends. Like that's, that's what I want to do this year and just create more memories with the people that I love. If anything, last year taught me that life is super short. And so I just want to. Let's just, have a blast, bro. let's just say a good riddance to 2021 in yeah. many ways. Not a whole lot of greatness. <laughs> yeah. Because technically you got engaged in 2020. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You're right. We got some better things on the calendar this year uh, all the way around. Yeah. Um, you're in your home. Mm-hmm. We got Spectrum up in this Baby, thing. Baby, let's go. Tell it's me about it. flying. It makes mine look like dial-up. Um, we got a wedding, we got a bachelor party, we got a lot of good stuff on the horn Mm -hmm. and guys always coming out of these bachelor parties like, guys, we should like, we should come up with a weekend once a year where we like, we go do this and we, it's a tradition. I'm not that person. And I'm like, dude, no, that's not how it happens. Yeah. You just, we have to do something next year. And then if we do it again, the year following, it's like, then we can talk about it. But those things don't happen except for these things. So this is that moment. And yeah, last year, like mm-hmm. the last couple of years, some of the best weekends bar none I've had were the bachelor parties I was on. Right. Cause it's, it's also like, especially as you age, I guess, mm-hmm. and with the climate and the political climate, the uh, societal climate and, and the COVID climate, bunch of guys getting together irreverently like at an airbnb on a call. like yeah that doesn't that forum doesn't really uh present itself a whole lot for yeah. us moving forward and i will say luckily like i'm a huge fan of you know the women that my buddies have ended up with so that's that's been a plus and um courtney has integrated into our friend group and everything and so even if it's you know not just the guys but you know having just like you know, friends, friend outings and stuff like that. Like we've been managing to see a lot of our friends with uh, kids and the newlyweds uh, still these past couple of years, which has been a huge blessing. Like you got to love couple time. It's yeah. not to, you know, just because we love our infant doesn't mean we uh-huh. hate our toddler. Like, right. but to have a guilt free, like, Oh, sorry, my hands are tied. Like women are not involved with this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like it is just a legitimate forum for the guys there's something special about that. Yeah, and that's fair. you will not ever do this again mm-hmm. with these guys. We will not all be on a trip together ever again, likely. I don't know about that. No, I'm serious. 
the the guys assembled for Michaels, like there's no way that all of us will be on a trip again together. It, but, uh, it won't happen. Uh, all right. You understand my like my wedding party is very small, right? Like with my closest friends. Even with those guys, I will never probably be in a different location with all of them again. Potentially. That's I mean, fair. unless there's just literally the four or five of us. Yeah, it's probably realistic. But, I mean, who knows? But we're different. We're, we're not having to take her little brothers? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, good. But, but I would I would enjoy if they were there. I love those guys. Yeah, shout out to those guys. You're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm going to invite them now. I got the invite, and I'm all like, you're not coming. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, man. My, uh, I, I already broke my New Year's resolutions, uh, my yeah. tweet. <laughs> what was your tweet? My tweet was, uh, I, it was literally, it was like, this isn't the comprehensive list. Like, I'm going to add more, but a couple things to get the ball rolling on the correct mm-hmm. line each day is Oh, up, it up was something about you were hour. like in a, yeah, 6 a.m. hour going, going Meditation, early. start the day in office. Yeah. Yesterday, I did not start the day in office because I had an early meeting, but I flipped it. I went okay. to the office at 3 o'clock. Oh, well, that's fair. I don't, I think that, I think they're, I think that's okay. Yeah. Is that the only one you've broken? Yeah. You've been awake every day early? Well, my alarm went off at 7 today. Oh, okay. So I missed it by, well, missed it by a second. Yeah. But. Yeah, close enough. I, but it was a mental battle, and I thought about the tweet whenever I was setting the alarm. I thought about the tweet whenever I was thinking I could technically bust hump and run to the office before this eight a.m. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not going to. No, and the fact that you went like, you know, people use the first for resolutions, but it's on it. Like, it's a good time to maybe start a new routine, but it also takes a little bit of time for that routine to kick in right so it doesn't mean like oh it's broken like throw it to the wayside you know what i mean it's like okay we're we're getting back into it these are some things that i have to take into account like if there is going to be a meeting you know maybe maybe i do reverse it like you did and things like that it is incredible though how just day over day our lives are so impacted by these atomic habits and the things Mm -hmm. that we get the ball rolling on and we keep talking about how the years keep getting shorter and Christmas rolls around quicker. It's easier to go, blah, blah, blah. And really, yeah, there's no days off. Like you always got to be throwing yourself at the, um, at the task wheel of life and, and whatever fitness goals you have. And mm-hmm. I was commenting on this with my diet recently, you know, with the time change and some hardships at work and, you know, the holiday season and, mm-hmm. oh, it's festive. You know, there's more drinks being had. Um, there's more you know, cookies being consumed and little cakes and, you know, all this stuff. Like you want to walk down the block after dinner and have a nice dessert and dinner was already exorbitant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was telling somebody like I recognize in my own body, the difference between 178, 183 and 187. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a couple days. Like you can really, you can change yourself in a couple weeks if you really buckle down. It's amazing. Yeah. Go time, baby. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, I've already turned down some meals from family and everything, and I just want to. I don't know. I'm trying. Uh, you watch TV on New Year's Eve. So did I. Did you flip channels at all? 
Um, no, because I don't have like an antenna, so I'm like watch. I'm like streaming. Oh, okay. What What'd you see? Well, I I watched them all. I watched like the Fox News American Spectacular, like shoot oh, them okay. up, like you it's watched, the, like, New, the Year. New Year specials. I watched Anderson and Andy. I okay. watched um Miley. I watched Miley and Pete, and I have to tell you, first of all, something weird happened like New Year's Eve where all of those shows got further restricted, like on the fly. Like, what do you mean further restricted? Well, apparently the uh, the Omicron had limited Times Square spectators to fifteen thousand total, and they were masked mm-hmm. and fully vaxxed and boosted. Yeah, so okay. they were like, gotcha, like it was, super. Yeah, they were in hazmat suits. <laughs> Uh, but it was like not full at all. Okay. And Miley and Pete were down in Miami for their show, but they were saying how even the show that they were planning on doing two or three hours prior was not the show that they were going to end up putting on. Oh. That being said, I can't tell you how badly Miley and Pete blew everyone else out of the water. Really? Like their their programming was so much more rich. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was not even competitive. Really? It was not even, com- and it was like, okay, this segment was good, you know, mm-hmm. but can they keep bringing it? Because they were in Miami. It was Miley and Pete. Miley is the real host and Pete's just there, yeah. but he's totally integral okay. to the entire night. They're self-deprecating. They'd shot a lot of content ahead of time. Mm-hmm. SNL oh, digital smart. short style. Smart. Everything from him rapping, her singing, to mm-hmm. funny New Year's resolutions. And then they had Jack Harlow, Sweetie, um, a couple other big acts that nice. also did great performances. And they interspersed all of this, and they just blew everyone out of the water. Awesome. Like, it was not even – and the whole Pete Davidson, like, woman swooner, like, he's dating celebrity. Like, they played that up and mm-hmm. were self-deprecating about it. And he's kind of stepping into this weird role the last couple of years where – Keenan is not the face of SNL. It's Pete Davidson, hmm. but he's also monetizing being Pete Davidson. Right. It's really wild. Yeah. I Since we've been recording, I got a notification that he was spotted coming out of a, the airport or something with Kim again. So, like, they're still hanging out. Well, and Kim unfollowed Miley after yeah. the New Year's Eve performance. I saw that, too. And Miley looked good. Miley is so cool. Mm-hmm. Miley is, like, Miley's the only former child star from like the Mickey Mouse Club other than Britney Spears that mm-hmm. transcended into womanhood for me. <laughs> yeah. Like more so than Ariana or any of these other girls yeah. that I, I love me some Hillary Duff though. Hillary Duff. I was a fan of her sister. Yeah uh, Haley. Yeah. Haley Duff. Yeah. She was in Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. H- Hillary Duff's coming back on How I Met Your Father. Oh Hulu. same creators as How I Met Your Mother. Anyway. Who created How I Met Your Mother? I can't remember the... It's not like a Chuck Lorre. No, no, no. Okay. I. It's funny how you start to watch for people that... It's more important to know who the executive producer is. Mm-hmm. Like if Ryan Murphy executive produced it, you got to have oh, eyeballs yeah. on it. Yeah, Phil and Chris Lord, like I'm big fans of them. And, um, yeah. Going back to the, the New Year's Eve content, one of the things that struck me and... Uh, the person I was with was that we were like, this NBC programming is so much above and beyond anything else. Like the other ones were like, we're going to FaceTime our moms like from Times Square. Like it was terrible. This one was so amazing. But the thing was, is that I flipped between six different channels for three hours. 
And when Pete Davidson wasn't on the NBC show hosting, he was on another platform on a commercial yeah. as himself, like mm. new con, like you could not escape him. Yeah. At you- one point I'd, I'd flip three channels. He was on all of them. Did you watch the Jonas brothers roast? Dude, that was so terrible. I turned it off. Oh, well, Pete Davidson was in that too. I saw that. I saw like at least the first thing that he mm-hmm. did. I don't know if he comes back. He he came back one more time. All right. Well, and it was it, it was probably the best part to be honest, and I'm not yes. even like a huge fan of his. Yeah, and it was like loosely yeah. put together. It wasn't like even a roast yeah. roast. Yeah. It was so veggie tales, dude. Yeah. Like especially the way that they the the content that they shot ahead of time mm-hmm. to intro it yeah. was so painful i'm surprised they went with it mm. yeah it wasn't great it was terrible yeah and like they're a little bit like joe seems to be a little bit more raw than maybe their christian virgin upbringing oh yeah no doubt. believe yeah because they kept saying that he was baked the entire time yeah he was interesting it's interesting how they all kind of like have their little things that they waffle on, but mm-hmm. they're overall they're still pretty clean cut boys. Yeah. But that that roast could only go so far, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I would, I guess, I was surprised at how risque it got for them. But if you've watched like other roasts, like it doesn't compare. I was trying to tell somebody the other day, like, what a weird deep cut niche guy I am with roasts, mm-hmm. like. I read Jerry Lewis, Dean and me, like autobiography of the guys that invented the roast. Mm -hmm. And I've watched every roast since the art forms creation. Like I've watched all the old sixties, seventies, eighties, Friar club roasts, the nineties Friar club roast in New York with, you know, the, the roast of everybody from Dean Martin to Jerry Lewis Mm -hmm. to Hugh Hefner. Um, I think they did Sammy Davis Jr. at one point. Uh, they did Don Rickles. He yeah. was the original. All the old boys. The original Jeffrey Ross Roastmaster. Yeah. Love it. Wild Com- stuff. Comedy fiend. Comedy fiend. You got any uh, show notes? Yeah, man. Today is a uh, national holiday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You don't know what it is? No. January 5th is National Bird Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder I'm unaware. <laughs> it's funny. None of them came to introduce themselves to me today. You would have thought. Yeah, they took the day off. Birds ain't real. A holiday. <laughs> Birds <laughs> ain't real. Oh, too funny. But yeah, that popped up on on my phone today. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, What else we got? Jim Gaffigan put out a new pretty dark special that I was talking to a customer. He's like, did you catch Jim Gaffigan's? I was like, yeah, I watched the whole thing, actually, because mm-hmm. at one point during the special, I'm like, this ain't normal Hot Pocket Jim Gaffigan. Like, no, it was a little bit darker. Really? Yeah. It was good? Yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Probably more than any other special he's put out. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll watch that this week. I've also been watching Body Cam on Discovery. Never heard of it. For all you uh, live PD cops fans um body cam on discovery channel is unreal really? like they do the whole show with flash but like real like interviews of the people staged afterwards but mm-hmm. then the majority of the content is just like body cam footage. and it's wild it is wild really 
highly you need a do you need a uh, subscription for that or no uh i think you do okay it's so confused i watched the first episode of uh the new sex in the city last night mm-hmm. to uh yeah well the new th- the one with the trio samantha's not on yeah it. yeah she went moved to london apparently because they had a falling out like carrie um carrie fires her as her publicist mm-hmm. but doesn't fire her as her friend but then samantha ups and leaves and goes to london yeah. well, doesn't return any of the girls phone calls yeah and then big dies that's what i hear spoiler alert that's the part i wanted to see and i was fascinated to see like the whole peloton stuff you know like mm-hmm. how they you know how they wove peloton yeah into sex in the city as as product placement but then big was in a peloton commercial after he yeah, died yeah, yeah. well he didn't die on the peloton i thought he like died and hit his head oh. he just had a heart attack after gotcha so that was a letdown yeah it wasn't as it was kind of silly like he he's alive long enough for her to get home but then he dies with his eyes open and mm. you can never really tell whether he's alive or dead anyway <laughs> He's, he's still supposed to be sexy, but he's like this boomer AARP, <laughs> like, you know, like his mouth is starting to go. You yeah. can tell. <laughs> Get this AARP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Anyway. That's funny. And that's time. <laughs> and we're calling it. It's good to be back in the golden age of radio with you. Yeah, audio man. only. Audio only. You're welcome, Brock. Yeah. Dude, I get to meet Brock in a couple months. Yeah, you How do. How crazy. That's awesome. I had never thought of that until he tweeted me. Yeah, buffing abroad, baby. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. That'll be one of those weird serendipitous connections that is very digitally formed and cemented, but never uh, consummated in real life. Yeah. Let's get ready to consummate it, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's my wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh does that do it justice you, you good I, I think so man i think it was a good episode sorry about uh graham to those that could hear him drinking and eating and he's sorry, a good sweet boy bugging you no sorry to be a pill about it no i, I i'm more I taking it. my anger out on like every dog that i've encountered for the last five years because yeah. graham is a good boy like mm-hmm. they all just jump and they like, I don't remember them being that way. Yeah. So he I don't just, know. He just if, wants some pets. I don't know if they're giving these dogs yeah. coke in these uh, pet farms or what's happening. Yeah. You take it out on the dogs because you can't catch the birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to shake every feather off this dog. <laughs> oh, That's funny. All right. Well, All right, bud. adieu to 2021. You sucked. Uh, 2022, mm-hmm. you're still bright and brand new, baby. Yeah. Next Wednesday, I will be at the Stars game, So, but we'll figure out something next week, hopefully. Let's do a 10-minute podcast next week, since you'll be next door. Bet. <laughs> uh, hit me up if you want to get a drink or dinner around that. Okay. All right, Tots and Bots, uh, number 90 in the books. 90. We love we y'all. Welcome Four to years. a new year. Four, fourth year going. Wow. So put some respect on it. Yeah, and so definitely, to, I mean, shout out to all of you who have been listening for Like, whenever you said that, I... I know I got kind of off topic in the in the intro there, but uh, you know I've, that made me feel pretty sentimental, man. That's that's pretty cool. Not a lot of people can say that they've done this. No, it's a, a weird thing that we get together and do, and it's been really cool. So yeah. to uh, 
to more years going. That's right. Here's to 2022, baby. All right. Love you, buddy. I will uh, talk to you next time. Love you, too. Catch y'all up.